This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fifth Sunday of Easter, the 19th of May. If you're someone who enjoys films or literature or art that is bizarre, bloodthirsty, mysterious and exciting, then you will love reading and listening to the Book of Revelation or the Apocalypse. The Church reads it every year throughout the Easter season and it's the second reading at this Sunday's Mass. And the plot is probably the oddest of any book in the Bible. The events are the most interesting and bizarre, involving episodes on earth and in heaven, battles between Satan and the angels. The characters are amongst the strangest of any literature or of any place or time. It's also a book that is so symbolically rich that it's open to a wide variety of interpretation. If you Google Book of Revelation, you'll find literally millions of interpretations from down the centuries. So it's inspired a great deal of interest. Maybe this is because it's the last book of the Bible and so literally God's last word to us. And so it has to be of great interest to us Christians. Well, the very name of the book tells us something, revelatio in Latin, which means taking away the veil, revealing something. What it reveals are very deep truths about ourselves, about the world, about Jesus Christ and about his kingdom, past and present and future. It's a prediction of the future, it's a description of what happened 2,000 years ago and it's also revealing truths about us now. Otherwise we wouldn't read it and it wouldn't be God's word speaking to us now. What does it reveal? It reveals that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ, crucified and risen, is the Lord of history. As he says himself in the book, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the one who explains all of history and who is the Lord of all history. Those who side with Jesus Christ, crucified and risen, are those who will win the victory. To be opposed to him is to be on the losing side of history. That's the greatest revelation of this book. And the book is written by the Apostle John when he's an old man, not the youth that we see in the Gospel. He's at the end of his life on the Greek island of Patmos when he receives a series of visions that reveal to him deep truths. The first vision he receives is one of the risen Christ. He hears a voice like a trumpet behind him, cutting through all the competing sounds around him as the voice to listen to. He looks round and sees Christ standing in his risen glory, all white, his face luminous as it radiates light. This is a great symbol of all the writings in John. His letters, his gospel, he's constantly using the symbolism of light and darkness. When Judas betrayed Christ, John said, it was night, they fished all night and caught nothing. But when daylight came, when Jesus appeared, then they were able to fish successfully. So the risen Christ is gleaming white because his point is that Christ, in Christ, we see. We are people who walk in darkness, but we have seen the great light that is the risen Jesus. Coming out of Christ's mouth is seen a sword. We all witnessed the drama and subsequent damage to Notre Dame Cathedral 
Mercifully, the great rose windows were not destroyed. And if you look at the south rose window there, you see a depiction of this book of Apocalypse. And right in the centre of it is Christ. as a tiny figure, so small that you can hardly see him. But coming out of his mouth is this great two-edged sword. As Christians, we fight. And the book says it very clearly. We fight with the sword that is the word of God. The words that come from the mouth of Christ. So we are illumined by him and we fight with his word. That's the symbolism that John gives us. Jesus speaks to John and tells him to carry his message to seven churches, seven Christian communities in Asia Minor. There are also messages to our churches, to our communities. That's why we read the book to this day. The seven churches of Asia Minor could be seven churches in Europe or Asia or America. Archbishop Fulton Sheen says that out of those seven churches, the one that is most like our own today in the West is the last, the church of Laodicea. This is what Jesus says to that church. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you are either cold or hot. Because you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, I need nothing. You do not realise that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind and naked. Hard words, and they were hard words for that church to hear. And they're hard words for us to hear. I know, he says, that you are neither hot nor cold. I would prefer it if you're one thing or the other. I would prefer it if you were either on fire with the gospel or that you were opposed to it. At least that way, you would have some spiritual energy. You know, it's been said that the great atheists are really full of the spirit because someone who has the energy to deny God is really very interested in religious things. The Lord seems to be saying, I'd almost prefer it if you were hot or cold, but the fact is that you are lukewarm, as though you are too complacent and just can't rouse yourself to worry about spiritual things. The church that the Lord is chastening here is a complacent church, bland and flat. We think we're prosperous, that we need nothing, that we're self-sufficient with all the material things we need. What need do we have of God? What we don't have, though, above and beyond all of our material smugness, is the vision of God. So it's a wake-up call to that church as it is to us. The good news that follows is, the Lord says, listen, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to you and eat with you and you with me. We are sinners who've turned away from the Lord. But the good news in this book of Revelation is that Jesus stands at the door knocking. He wants to come into our lives. But see how he respects our freedom. He doesn't come bursting in, though he could. He stands knocking, inviting, waiting. May we have the grace, the courage and humility to open the door. The book of Revelation is telling us that the meaning of life is given in Christ. Light and power is in Christ. We have to have the grace and the courage 
to open the door and let him in. Mary features large in this book of Revelation as the woman standing on the moon with a crown of stars upon her head. And of course, she features large because by God's will, she is part of his plan. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you are pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>